Merry Christmas. It is December 25th, 2020. This is your host, Sophia Nelson, and I just wanted to pop on today and wish all of our listeners a Merry Christmas to thank you for your support this year, to wish those of you who celebrate Hanukkah and other religious holidays, happy holidays, and just to say how much I appreciate you on this day. Like all of you, my family is coping with COVID. Uh, This Christmas is different. It's just mom and I this year with a couple of stray friends and neighbors that we know Uh, who couldn't be with their families, people that we've been around for most of this year as we have done our best to stay connected while being socially distanced. You know, as I reflect on the fact that we have just six days left in this year, just six days left of a year that 100 years from now, the world will be talking about, just as we have talked about the global pandemic of 1918. Uh, in the middle of World War I, 675,000 Americans lost their lives at that time. A time before antibiotics uh, were invented, a time before we had the technology and ventilators and all that we have now. And yet, and yet, on this Christmas Day, 2020, here in the United States of America, we've lost an excess of 330,000 people. And the outlook is grim. So there's a few things I wanted to say to you today that I hope will resonate that have been in my heart all morning since I woke up. Actually, I never really went to bed. We were wrapping gifts till 4 a.m. and trying to catch up. It's been a busy year. I think those of us who teach, I'm a college professor. Some of you are school teachers. You're frontline workers. You are doctors. You're nurses. We have all worked harder since March. We all feel exhausted. We're tired. We're worried. We are afraid. Yet, in the middle of all that, I have seen some of the most amazing goodness and kindness and compassion and empathy that I've ever seen people display towards one another. 2020 is a year that, like I said, 100 years from now, when we're all gone, the world will remember and they will look back and they will try to take lessons from this time, the same way that we tried to learn lessons from the pandemic over 100 years ago that hit us hard, not just here at home in the United States, but it killed millions around the globe. I wanted to uh, just give you a couple thoughts. I know that today is hard for many. Uh, Those of us who are privileged and we are, who didn't lose our incomes, who didn't lose our businesses, who didn't lose our homes, who didn't lose loved ones, we're blessed today beyond measure. And if you don't know it, if you're somewhere feeling sorry for yourself because you can't be skiing in Aspen or you couldn't have the Christmas in Europe or you couldn't go to the Caribbean, shame on you because it's not about that. We are blessed. I woke up this morning knowing that despite all the things that may not be right in my family, that may not be right in the world, that may not be right in my own life, I woke up understanding how blessed I was to be here because I got COVID in February before we knew that it was COVID. I didn't test for the antibodies until May. Takes about a few months before they get into your blood. 
and I was sicker than I've ever been in my life and I never want to be that sick again. I'm blessed I had excellent doctors, I had excellent medical care and in about seven days I was getting better. But I have friends, sorority sisters, close friends who've lost fathers, mothers, spouses, and in the worst case scenario, children, whether they were in their 20s or their 40s or whatever it was, people have suffered in this pandemic. They've lost their businesses that they worked on their whole lives. They've lost their savings. They've lost their homes. They're living out of cars. Food banks are overwhelmed right now everywhere here in the capital region where we tend to be more blessed than the rest of the country because the federal government's here. A lot of people are fully employed here. Even we have been hard hit with hunger and with food insecurity. And I just want to take a moment to thank the doctors and the nurses and the first responders and the EMT workers and the people who clean the hospitals, who who clean the restrooms, who who make sure to sanitize when we go to church. I went to church for the first time uh, yesterday since February. It had to be reservation only. You had to have a mask. You had to be social distance. But it felt good to be in the house of the Lord, even for just 30 minutes, to see people who I love, who I haven't seen, to, to be able to praise God, and then to go home. We're blessed. And I don't want you to miss today that no matter what is going on in your life, If you have the breath of life in you and you can hear my voice, you're blessed because you're still here. And when we're still here and when we still have breath of life in us, there's still hope. There's still tomorrow. There's still another day ahead for us. So take a minute and give God thanks. I don't even care if you don't believe in God. Give him thanks anyway because he's real and he he lives and he breathes. And he's present. And I know that there's a lot of cynicism right now. I know that there's a lot of anger. I know that there's a lot of mistrust. I know it. You know, I was looking at the Christmas tree this morning. And I was looking at the the green Christmas tree. The golden green Christmas tree that we always do in the formal dining room and living room. And this year's White House commemorative um, ornament is President Kennedy. And it's his official portrait. And... If you've ever seen the official presidential portrait, of course, JFK never got to sit for a portrait because he was assassinated. And the picture that they chose of him was a a watercolor painting of him with his head bowed. Uh, And it's a great picture. It's a famous picture. And that's the ornament this year. And as I was looking at it, I thought of President Kennedy's head being bowed, knowing how his presidency came to an abrupt end, just like President Lincoln's before him. And I think his picture is symbolic this year. And I think it shouldn't be missed as to why that ornament, if you don't have it, you can get it pretty much anywhere or go to the White House Historical uh, Association and you can get it there. But his head is bowed and I think it signifies where we find ourselves in this American moment here at the end of 2020. Our politics have become toxic. Now, people get angry when I say both sides. That's not what I'm saying. I'm very clear as a never Trump Republican who spent decades of her life working in the Republican Party, uh, being an attorney for elections, working on the Hill, uh, being in the trenches. 
and feeling like I was a part of America's too great party system. And like many of my friends, now we're politically homeless. So I'm clear that the Republican Party for the last four years has been the problem. I'm clear that Republicans sold their values, their soul, their patriotism. I'm clear. I'm clear that Donald Trump will go down in history as the worst president this country has ever had. And I know some of you disagree with that. That's your right. But facts matter. The law matters. These pardons have been unconscionable and unthinkable. Uh, Not since Bill Clinton pardoned Mark Rich and that pardon was investigated uh, have we seen such abuse of power on an egregious level that we've never seen before with the pardon power. And as I think about where we find ourselves, I'm optimistic. That's right, I said I'm optimistic. Because I know the story of America. And America is the story of us. From the moment I started this podcast now two years ago. Two years ago. I opened with those words. America is the story of us. Of all of us. Not some of us. And on this December 25th, 2020, I want to remind you of a few things that matter. One, we are America. And if you're listening around the world, as many of you do, don't lose faith in America because we always come back stronger. My heart, my prayers, and my hopes are with President-elect Joe Biden and Vice President-elect Kamala Harris and their families. They have their work cut out for them. The pandemic is raging Death through the roof by January will have 400,000 dead Americans. It didn't have to be this way, but it is. But I'm an optimist because the American spirit is resilient. And if we can get through a civil war which tore this country apart literally in two, if we can get through two world wars, various conflicts, racial strife, riots, looting, burning, This country was formed in protest, folks. You ever hear the Boston Tea Party? Patriots who rose up against true oppression of liberty and fought back against tyranny. And we, the people, need to understand that we are in a soft form of tyranny right now. And I use my words carefully. When the government is so broken... When our senators and members of Congress who make $180,000 to $225,000 a year can't figure it out over nine months when people are hungry, they're in poverty, and they're broken, and they're bereft, and they're discouraged, and they can't figure out that $600 isn't going to cut it, something's wrong. And when they can't stop bitching and bickering long enough to come together to love the Constitution, to honor the Constitution, to see a despot and a tyrant, and a fascist, when he shows up, then something's wrong with our system. The race in Georgia right now, the Senate race in Georgia, which will be on my birthday, January 5th, will be decided. I want you to know that a half a billion dollars will be spent on a silly Senate race. And I call it a silly Senate race because, folks, when we're spending a half billion dollars to get two men elected to the Senate, or a man and a woman, whoever prevails. And we've got hungry people in food lines and people without clothing and they don't know how they're going to take care of their kids or feed their parents that are dependent on them. We're broken. And it's not just the Republicans. 
It's the system is broken. We need a new system. We need a third party. We need to really look at what an independent party looks like. One that's really formed and based by we the people. It's time. Because if this country's going to last another 100 years or 241 years, this ain't it. We are cruel to each other. We are unkind. We are hateful. We're disrespectful. We take pleasure in insulting and assaulting one another on social media. God knows I've lost my temper at least twice that I can think of and got myself in trouble. And both times were about Donald Trump. Never before, never since. But that man pushes buttons in me that have never been pushed because I see him for what he is. He's hurt this democracy. He's turned us against one another. And it isn't that it's all his fault because we've participated willingly and we were ripe. He tapped into something dark that was always there lurking. And 74 million of my fellow Americans voted for four more years of chaos and carelessness and callousness and criminality. And I could go on and on and on. But that's not the point. On this Christmas day, I want to tell you a few things. First of all, be a good person. It's real simple. People need kindness right now. They need empathy. They need understanding. I don't care if you don't got two nickels to rub against the other one. You can be kind. And you can be caring. And you can be compassionate. And that same kindness, caring, and compassion will come back to you. Because the laws of the universe are like magnets. We attract what we speak. It's real. I've seen it in my life. You get what you expect. Start expecting good. Start expecting something new in your life. Start expecting that good things are going to show up and that when you give good, you will get good. And when you are light, light will come back to you. Be the light in a dark world you must be the light the light of the world was jesus christ that's my faith belief it might not be yours but he came to bring us light to bring us joy and to bring us peace and we need that now and we need one another now we are in this together we are in this together We're not enemies because we disagree about how we voted. We're not enemies because we may not always see the world the same. We're people. And we ought to be helping those who are left behind right now, who are hurting. We can all do our part. And I want to encourage you tomorrow and the next day and the next day to remember, just because Christmas is over, we don't save it all for Christmas Day. People have to eat tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day. People have to be warm tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day. So in the spirit of Christmas, in the spirit of light, in the spirit of joy, let us begin, in the words of President Kennedy, let us begin anew, come this new year where we really stop and are grateful and we take care of each other and we're kinder to each other and we're better to each other. That's my hope on this Christmas day, December 25th, 2020. I pray blessings on you. I pray that whatever you're dealing with right now, that there's better ahead for you, that some miracle and some angel 
in the form of a person doing good will come your way. If you need it right now, I'm praying that for you. And I, I am hoping that 2021 is better for all of us. And, and my heart is broken for my friends, many of who I've spoken to today, who lost mothers in particular or fathers. They are hurting today. And it was sudden and COVID was cruel and it was unkind. And they're lost and their families are hurting. And I'm thinking about them today because I'm all right. Because I've got my mom, I've got my dad, I've got my brother, I've got my nieces, I've got... It may not all be what it should be, but I'm smart enough to know I still got a grandmother who's 90 walking this earth. And I'm going to Zoom with her tonight, talk to her tonight. And let her know how much we appreciate her. And that we're grateful to have her all this time. And so... I'm blessed tonight, and I know it. But I'm thinking about those of you who are hurting tonight, because I've been there too. And I know what it's like to feel desperate and desolate and hurt and alone and heartbroken. But you're going to be all right. You're going to make it. Because tomorrow's another day. And every day we wake up, a miracle can happen. And every day we wake up, newness happens. And every day we wake up... We don't know what's behind the door. We don't know who we're going to meet. The love of your life, a reconnection, a new job, a new promotion, a new opportunity. If we're looking for it and we speak it, it can happen. It can manifest. So I want to remind you to start speaking life to what it is you want from this life. Because life is here today and it's gone tomorrow. And 2020 has taught us that again and again and again. May God bless you. May God keep you and may God bless the United States of America.